Hello and welcome to podcast two of Global Solutions 2. So this week we're looking into global issue campaigns and campaign groups. Every issue needs advocacy for things to change, new policies to be adopted, to inspire people to care and take action and to raise awareness of an issue. And for this reason, campaign groups and NGOs know that they have to use the full power of storytelling, the media, creativity, their own voice and the voices of others to highlight the issue and to bring about positive transformation. So in this module, we look at some campaign groups and their campaigns on key global issues. And in doing this, we will assess what it takes and how to run an effective campaign on an issue. So I provided many examples of different campaign groups and their campaigns and their websites. So you can see the kind of media that they use, the text that they write, and how they advocate for that campaign. Then we're going to assess how effective you think their campaigns are. So let's consider what to look for. So one of the most important things I think is a powerful story. Story is important because it connects emotions to the issue. In order to engage people, we need them to be engaged both in the heart and in the mind. And really, stories are able to do this. They are actually compelling because they connect both the emotions and the mind. So whenever we look at a campaign group site, we should look for, are there powerful stories there? Is there media that tells the story of the issue and the activist organisations work on the issue? So there's two kinds of story, really. There's the story of the people who the issue is about. So if the campaign group is looking at child brides, do you hear the story directly from a girl who has been a child bride? Are they telling the story directly? Is it compelling? Is it powerful? Does it tell the story really well? So that's the first kind of story, the story of the people who are involved in the issue or suffer the consequences of the issue. Maybe they have been born into poverty and it's very difficult to get out of, or they've been denied going to school. Whatever it is, is the story being told directly, a first-hand account from someone who has experienced the issue directly themselves. So for instance, someone who has worked as a child or been in bonded labor or some form of modern slavery or subject to human trafficking, are their voices telling the story directly firsthand on the campaign site? Because this is really important because of course those stories are moving, they're powerful, they connect directly to people and they engage the emotions and the mind. The second type of story is the story of what's being done. So having learned about the issue directly through the stories people tell about it, another kind of story is what the campaign group is doing about it. So are there stories about what the campaign group actually does? So that would be in the area of project examples, examples of the organization's work and achievements in the field. They may apply more than one solution depending on circumstances. They may work on more than one issue. Do we see them work in the field 
do we get a clear understanding of the work they do, the solutions they apply, and how they go about it? Do we hear from the people who are the beneficiaries of the projects? So you can think of it a bit like this. The before, the middle, and the after. So the before is listening to people themselves talking about experiencing the issue. Um, as I mentioned, it could be working in a garment factory, but the pay is extremely low and it's not enough for them to live on. But those garments end up in the West being bought for quite a lot of money. And in fact, it wouldn't take much more in the garment factory in terms of salary to give those people a good life and to be able to educate their children and so on. So that's the before. This is before the campaign group has helped this group. It's just telling the story of how things are before anything is being done. If you just left things as they were without campaigning on the issue, without actually doing any projects on the issue. That's a really important thing to see the circumstances before anything is done. Then the second part of that is telling stories or showing the projects being worked on and how the campaign organization is working on those projects, how the campaign group is making a difference to the circumstances of these people. Maybe they are running projects to improve the salary of the people by lobbying the companies who use the garment factories to care about the condition of the workers that are creating the products that they sell. So through campaigning on those issues, they really have an impact eventually on the circumstances of the workers. So do we see that kind of example of project working in place and having an impact? That's the before and then the during, seeing the actual projects that are being in place on the ground, making a difference. And then there's the after, as in once a campaign group has been successful, once they have put a project in place, then you show the results, the impact, the change that takes place, the transformation. And again, we hear directly from the beneficiaries of those projects and what has been achieved. So that's a really important story arc if you think about it. What are the circumstances beforehand? What is the experience of the people involved in that issue beforehand? What happens when a project is brought into a place, a solution is applied, or lobbying and advocacy on behalf of these people takes place, and their advocacy themselves, of course, being involved themselves in changing their circumstances and advocating for transformation and improvement. And then what are the final results? Show the results. Do you see all these things evident on a campaign group, on an NGO. They're all really important. Then in addition to that, really, what we need to see is data and research. You don't want necessarily at first to have a dense kind of pages and pages of all the evidence and data and research to back up what you're saying about the issue, because this is a media savvy world and people need to be engaged. And the best way to do that is by telling stories initially. But eventually, you do need data on research to back up what you're saying. It's very important that it's factual, well-researched, and reliable. Because if it's not, then when people eventually discover that there's problems with what you're saying, 
that it's not a balanced and fair and accurate picture, or you have accurate statistics, then that can damage confidence in your organization or in your advocacy. I'm just going to emphasize that. We need credibility. And for credibility, you need honesty, openness, authenticity, and accuracy. You have to be able to put forward facts and figures that are reliable, and you should not ever overstate them or exaggerate. Because if you do so, you're simply giving a gift to those people or organizations or interested parties who will resist change because it's their, in their interest to do so. So if you are found out in terms of having inaccurate information or exaggerating, then you're simply giving a gift to that resistance to then say, well, your organization or your advocacy is not reliable. So actually, it's really important for an NGO, for a campaign, for advocacy that anybody does to be fair, accurate, and actually reliable in terms of its data and its research. Very key point. That brings us to verification and proof. Anyone can claim that they have a great solution and seek to raise funds. How do we know that it works? Are we provided with any proof? This may be in the form of verification by other agencies or reports. Actually, there are agencies that offer this service to NGOs that they will examine how they spent the money that they raised and verify that they are well-run organization, that they spend their money wisely, that they don't waste it, and that they get verifiable good results. Of course, these reports should be independent and verification needs to be independent so that, you know, the organization is being checked and audited by outside groups. So there are such organizations that offer this verification to NGOs and groups that raise money from the public or others in order to do their work. So that's also very key as well, that the public can trust the work of the organization, that they feel that if they donate or give money or time and support, that it really is a reliable organization that is producing good results that can be verified and so on. So then we bring in the idea of inspiration. If you have examined the campaign website, looked at their work, seen the stories they tell, the research that they put forward, do you feel inspired and engaged by all of that? Do you want to really make a difference yourself by being involved in the issue or advocating for the issue? And maybe it will influence you to change your lifestyle and do something very positive yourself. What is the inspiration factor that has come into play that is really making a difference for you? When we've examined the full website and considered all these factors, one of the other things is overall, does it have good design? Does it look good? Is the media great? Is the overall layout and design factors appealing? The colors work? All the aesthetics of the site really work and fit together and make it very appealing to go through the site. Maybe this won't be the first thing in one's mind when you're thinking about effective advocacy for an issue in a campaign. But as with everything else now, if something is poorly designed or difficult to navigate through or 
exceedingly dense, then you will lose people very, very quickly because you have to consider there is vast amounts of competition for anybody's time. So people are people and they naturally gravitate towards things that are really well designed and put together and that they find highly engaging and compelling. So design is an important factor and there are so many different tools out there now to help with design. You don't need to be a design genius even to get something decent up and running if you're working on a campaign. If we put all this together, then, you know, when we look at these different sites that I have suggested, and I've put a bunch of them there for you to look at, and you can look at others as well, ones that you find yourself, consider all these factors. And then in the assignments and in the forums, uh, you can answer the questions and talk about your discoveries and what you think about it all. There's also some sites that actually examine different NGOs and give them awards and really comment on the effectiveness of their campaign and so on. And there's some films as well to look at. As a package, this is designed to help us gain an increasing understanding of what it takes to run an effective campaign. Actually, the interesting thing about it also is that a lot of these skills and a lot of the things that I'm saying and these important factors and things to look for also apply for any business, uh, any form of advocacy or promotion or marketing and so on. Your messaging always is really, really important factor. Can you communicate well to your audience? Do they grasp what you're talking about and feel inspired and engaged by it? pretty quickly. These are all key factors that apply in campaigning for issues, but also if you're in a social enterprise or a business or promoting something that you've done, even your music or so on. This does apply to the greater understanding that we want to develop in Global Solutions too, of how to transform our society, how to work on these issues and the various mechanisms of transformation, but there are also skills that are good to have in a more general context as well. Do look at all these uh, campaign sites and assess them and think about all the factors that I have set out. And then, yes, definitely think about how you would apply them if you were working on a campaign. What issue would you like to be engaged with? What difference would you like to make? This is all to encourage also all of us to use our voice, to use our advocacy and be engaged in these issues. That's how we're gonna transform our world. That's how we're going to make a difference as a group, as a collective. It's, if each of us is using these skills, these tools, this understanding and knowledge to have an impact on the world. Yes, we wanna raise awareness. We wanna impact the people around us. We need that to happen increasingly in order to make a big impact on these global issues. Okay, well, that's it for now. So do engage with all the different websites and NGOs. Go on a journey of discovery, and then we'll see the results in the forums and the assignments, and then we'll talk about it in the webinar on Saturday.